The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. But who's your vote for number two? Peace, Wendy. Uh, let me pull up my list here. That's yeah. the whole point of, of doing the show. So I mean, is literally this is why I was talking about it. I mentioned his name before, but Taryn Armstead uh, is, you know, this left tackle that is available here. And I, I tend to think that's why the, the Brown deal might might be stalled, because I, I think he is going to sort of set the market for what tackles should be paid. I don't think Brown's going to make more than him, but I think they want to really know what he's going to get before they because I think it'll make the deal more more lucrative. And aside from a quarterback and maybe an edge rusher, you can make the case that this is the most important position in football. And to have a guy like this available, similar to what uh, was happening with Trent Williams last offseason, I'd, I'd probably say Trent is, is better. But this is, you know, a, a guy that that is in the realm. And I, I think um, not a sexy position. I, I know Chris Godwin is there. I'm sure we're going to talk about him. But I, I think Armstead is key. He's had some injury issues. Um, but if you can look past that and you really need a left tackle, I think he's available for you there. We'll be 31 when the season starts. Uh, I mean, obviously New Orleans. Didn't matter um, for Trent Williams. I mean, Trent Williams was 33. Right, right. I mean, no, like I'm, I'm not saying like, oh, like he's doomed. Like, don't you know, don't, don't go down this path. Mm-hmm. Um, it is interesting that he's he's leaving New Orleans. Obviously, yeah. I, I think it's obviously it would be difficult for them to retain him, but nothing's impossible. New Orleans kind of shows us that on an annual basis. Um, for what it's worth, um, you mentioned the franchise tag value for Orlando Brown. Can you repeat that for us, Pete? Sixteen and a half million. Is that correct for Orlando Brown? Yeah, it's between sixteen four and sixteen five. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, PFF's uh, contract projection for Teron Armstead: three years, sixty million dollars. So an average of twenty million per year uh with 43 and three quarters guaranteed nice chunk of change and that that like range feels about right um you know for an elite left tackle which obviously toronto Armstead could be i just don't like i don't think he hits the open market i don't think new orleans lets him go so like I, I, it's hard for me to like consider him a true classic free agent i mean um i don't know I'm, i mean he's, he's in the list he's on the top five i don't know these number two though like do you feel passionately about this like i don't i i, I kind never, of think- i never wanted feel passionately about a tackle i it's not exciting but i i you know reality is it it you know you could almost call it even the second most important position in in football because uh, you know as they would tell you in in cincinnati you could lose your quarterback pretty quickly if you don't have the offensive line so i i you know i'm leaning into that i think okay um i will make the case for Chris Godwin. And then, Rachel, you can tell us who deserves to be number two on the list, and the loser is number three. Um, Godwin, obviously, has been amazing um, and coming off the ACL, which is tough and impacts his value. But, I mean, th- think about, like, we made this argument last year, and it didn't work out, don't get me wrong, but, like, we made the argument for Indianapolis. Like, okay, you're going to... I'm in no way shedding blame from Carson Wentz, but, okay, you're going to go all in for... Not all in, but whatever. You're going to trade for Carson Wentz. Give him some help. At the time, it was sign Kenny Galladay. Sign Allen Robinson if he becomes available. That, you know, Allen didn't, you know, become available. But, we you know, Kenny Galladay... I, I actually liked the move in, in some way for the Giants. Like, help out your young quarterback. Mm-hmm. Kenny Galladay didn't catch a single touchdown for the Giants in 2021, but whatever. And so, like, Chris Godwin, there's a lot of young quarterbacks and a lot of young quarterback situations that could use a superstar wide receiver, which Chris Godwin is. And I don't know that I think one of them is Blaine Gabbert in Tampa Bay. And so I I would love to see Chris Godwin go somewhere. Like, Chris Godwin turns somebody else into, like, a, turns a really good team into a contender. He turns a really good offense into an elite offense. And... 
in that sense, I think he's a little bit more deserving than Tron Armstead. See, the, the reason why I like Armstead here is because he's no doubt to me a top 10, top 15 tackle. I don't know. I like Chris Godwin. I really like wow. Chris Godwin. I, I think that's a fair point. Though. Is he a number one receiver? Is he a number one receiver? Can you build an offense around Chris Godwin? And I don't know if you can. Now, you might be able to. But now, all of a sudden, you put him on a team where he has to be the number one, and he's getting that that type of attention. You know, I don't, I don't. That's why I, I just put him a little bit lower. That's all. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.